You're listening to the Habitology podcast with Melanie White and today I'm talking about how to go about coaching around nutrition and eating habits with your clients. I was recently asked about this. The question was, well, I don't want to get out of my scope of practice and I want to keep my coaching hat on. So how do I actually go about coaching someone around their eating habits without putting on the expert hat? So I wanted to answer that question today with a few examples. I'm going to talk about what to do when a client asks you what they should eat, how to talk about portion sizes, because it's something that a lot of clients want to know about, and what coaching around weight loss looks like. So let's start with that first question. What do you do when a client comes into the session and says, tell me what to eat, or what do you think I should eat? Or should I follow a particular diet plan? It can be a little bit confronting at times because you may not be expecting that question or you may be dreading that question and not knowing what to do with it. And I suppose a starting point is always to find out what does the client know already. So if they ask you what should they be eating, you might just flip that around and say, well, maybe let's start by finding out what you think is healthy eating or why you want to follow this particular diet plan. It's really important that you acknowledge why eating well matters to them and to find out what those reasons are, what's behind the change, how's that going to impact their life, and what existing knowledge do they have already. Not only will you reveal some important values and motivators to understand where they're coming from, which can indicate the best approach, but Also, most clients already have a reasonable amount of knowledge. What they don't know is how to fit it into their busy lives. So if your client doesn't know much about healthy eating, the logical thing to do is say, hey, it's not in my scope of practice to recommend certain foods or ways of eating, but I can point you to some published government guidelines or I can refer you to a professional who's qualified to help you. Which of those options is interesting to you? So if you have guidelines, you can pull them up and look at them together with the client and ask them if they knew those things already or what they think, what they've heard. And it becomes a really easy conversation then. The next question is, now that you know what sorts of foods are healthy, what sorts of foods are you eating already that, or meals are you eating already that are using those foods? Often what you'll find is when you talk to a client about what they're eating right now, you can start to see some patterns in terms of which foods they're getting enough of, which foods they might be having more than is recommended or less than is recommended. So asking them those questions in the context of guidelines can really help them to see for themselves what's working and what's not. And of course, then it's, well, what are you finding difficult at the moment? Is it simply that they lack recipes or are they finding it hard to make the time to cook? So those sorts of explorations can help a client to become more self-aware of their eating habits, of what they know already, what's working well and where the gaps are. I suppose the important thing here is that you're not there to educate your clients or tell them what to do. Your job is to draw out what your client's existing knowledge is to help them make sense of it, to identify any gaps that might need 
referral to an expert and otherwise just to talk through it with them and help them to create safe and effective goals that will help them achieve their vision. So that's a bit of an overview of how to work with your clients when they ask what should I eat and how to handle that. It always starts with the question back to them, why does that matter and what do you know already? The second question that often comes up is about portion sizes. Your clients might not use those words. They might come to a session and say, oh, I often eat too much or I'm eating healthily but I'm gaining weight and I don't know why. So any sort of health issue aside that might be causing somebody to gain weight or any medications aside that might be causing somebody to gain weight, a really easy question to ask is, how many meals in the week are you, are you feeling like you're eating too much and you feel like you've overeaten? What tends to happen is that clients will eat a big meal at dinner or they'll eat dinner and then have a pre-bed snack and they'll take all that food to bed with them at the least metabolically active time of day. And then you can ask the question, well, what do you know about portion sizes and serving sizes? This is a really important conversation to have because people don't often know the difference and they don't know what a healthy portion looks like. And once again, there are fantastic published guidelines and infographics on these aspects, as well as plate models that you can share with a client. So the way to do that is to say, look, I've got some information about portion sizes and plate models. Would you be interested in having a look at those to help you make sense of what you're doing and what could be improved? And so assuming that they say yes, it's then a matter of sharing those resources with the clients and asking them questions like, well, how many nights of the week or are you overeating or which meals do you tend to feel like you've had too much? Or are there certain circumstances or certain days of the week when this happens? And you can also explore more about their knowledge of portion size. Which of these things did you know already? Or what, what are you already doing? What have you learned? Now that you know this information about portion sizes, what do you think you would do with it? Or is there anything that we've discussed that you feel like you'd like to experiment with this week? Really, there's so much to learn about healthy eating and there's a lot of misinformation about out, out there about portion sizes and healthy food. So your job is to support your clients as they're considering the changes that they're wanting to make and making sure that they have properly qualified and well-documented information so that they can make healthy choices that are in line with the recommended guidelines. So portion size is easy, especially considering the resources that are available. So people don't have to weigh food. They can just simply learn to visually measure or eyeball serving sizes of foods, or they can learn to read labels. There's lots of tools that they can use for themselves that don't require any expert knowledge or advice on your part. The third area to talk about today is coaching for weight loss. I've worked with a lot of people over the years on losing weight and people definitely want to change their eating habits and diets for lots of reasons, including reducing arthritis or other inflammatory conditions, or maybe they want to lower blood pressure. 
or address a chronic illness like type 2 diabetes or an autoimmune condition or food intolerances or boost their energy or whatever. But weight loss is often a part of the conversation. I'd say for the people that have come to me around eating habits, probably 90% of them have been related to weight loss as a main concern or a standalone concern. And a lot of things come up with regard to weight loss. People have these ideas of what they think is healthy. They think they need to count calories or restrict certain food groups or they're wondering whether they should take supplements or follow popular diet trends. Or maybe they've come to you because they feel like they're at a plateau. I can think of numerous times that clients have come to me with some strange ideas about what they should or shouldn't do or they're feeling pressure to do things a certain way because somebody has told them what they should or shouldn't be doing and they're confused. And because weight loss is so individual and it's so necessary to explore knowledge and desires and goals and to figure out what's realistic for that person, it really does take a series of conversations to unpack weight loss for an individual. Often people will come to you because they're drawn in by this idea of a quick fix. They've often made a decision, yes, I'm ready, I'm in the right headspace, now's my time, I'm going to do it all and I want to see results or I'm going to get disheartened. And that's really challenging for somebody who knows in their heart that weight loss takes quite a while but they want to see the results so they stay motivated. So it's really important to unpack those conversations as a starting point. It can reveal any underlying fears or concerns past failures, past successes, what's really driving them, and also some awareness of their own eating habits. A lot of the time I've had people come to me and say, well, I eat pretty well. I can't understand why I can't lose weight. And when you ask them to tell you about a typical day or a typical week, all of the things come out, eating until I've had too much to eat, drinking a certain amount of alcohol, eating chocolate in the afternoons, all these things that they think are just broken biscuits here or there really do add up to a tangible difference in calorie intake. Often you get the chance to talk about longer-term goals. You say, well, what's in it for you if you make these changes? How would your life be different? And what do you think the habits of a healthy weight person are? What do you think those people are doing to stay a healthy weight? You can help shift the focus off what's going wrong or how they're feeling and into what's possible and what it might look like. It's a bit like trying on an outfit that you've never worn before. Maybe you think you'll never fit that outfit or it's not the right colour or cut. But you can try on the idea for size and think, could I become that kind of person and are my expectations realistic? You can also explore how people feel about the habits that they're doing, about changing those habits. Maybe there's a habit they don't want to change, but they're willing to do, make change in other areas. Also, you can explore what they know about things like mindful eating and natural hunger signals. So there's so much conversation to be had, including on the emotional and thought side of 
you know, what sorts of feelings are driving eating, in which circumstances do they eat unhealthy foods and so on. Often a lot of weight loss coaching comes down to not just organising and cooking and recipes and preparing meals and having snacks on hand. That's all the logistical and more transactional stuff. It often comes down to thoughts and responses to stress. So your clients might like to become thought watchers and see what triggers them to eat, to track their responses to food. How does food make them feel? To notice any rules that they have set around eating that they're finding hard to uphold. How they feel about eating in social settings. Whether they're comparing themselves to other people and those sorts of things. And it's often in these conversations, in this self-reflection that a client learns the valuable skill of critical thinking that helps them work out for themselves if they have legitimate concerns or not. And it helps them figure out what might be holding them back. If a client's constantly comparing themselves to someone and saying, well, I can never be like that person, it's an unhelpful thought that's not helping them to see a solution. So you could ask a different question like, well, if you don't think that's possible, or if that person didn't exist, how would you like to be? What would you be comfortable with? So a little bit of ex exploration of information is perhaps going to be necessary with weight loss coaching, but a lot of the work is self-reflection for your client. And that's going to help them to develop the skill of listening to their bodies, understanding what their bodies are telling them, how to work with unhealthy thinking patterns, and to learn to self-regulate their behaviour more easily. I've kind of mentioned this already, but to sum up, I suppose, two key drivers of unhealthy eating habits and weight concerns are stress and faulty thinking patterns that lead to unhelpful feelings and belief. In that sense, that initial work in weight loss is often around more superficial things like what to eat and how to get organised and so on. But the deeper work for lasting change that comes up in the third and fourth and fifth sessions, perhaps, or even earlier, is more about that individual's ability to set boundaries, to manage their lives, to deal with stress, and to handle their emotions. So today, just to wrap up, I shared three examples of what coaching around eating habits and nutrition looks like. We covered broadly the topics of what do you do if a client wants to be told what to eat, how to coach someone around portion sizes, and coaching for weight loss, which might include popular diets, supplements, other people's success or faulty thinking patterns. We've really just skimmed the surface of this, but these are some common things that come up. And I wanted to share these with you because I know so many coaches are asking, well, how do I do this without telling people what to do? I hope you found the episode useful and please subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. And if you're enjoying it, please give me a rating and let me know that you're enjoying it. Thanks for being here today. I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.